0: Welcome to the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast, a podcast that covers a wide range of topics. So come chill with us on Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. Here's your host, Mr. Anderson. Welcome everybody to episode 86 of The Trust and Believe Nomad Cast. I'm your host, Mr. Anderson. Thank you for tuning in today on the 11th of March, 2022. I hope you guys had a great Monday, a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and you know what? Ding, ding, ding. Today is Friday. Finally, it's Friday. As they used to say when we was in Germany, Freitag. It's Freitag. So again, thank you guys for tuning in today. Definitely appreciate it. Definitely appreciate all the new subscribers, the likers, the connectors, everyone downloading. Thank you for lending me your ears with the audio and the podcast platforms. Thank you for lending me your visuals with the YouTube. So definitely appreciate it. Tell your mom, tell a friend, tell a coworker, Tell an enemy, tell a foe, tell an adversary, tell a tell a friend, an ally, the cast you don't know, tell them about the trust and believe nomad cast. We're doing something different over here. And uh, I like the direction that the Nomad Cast podcast is going. So definitely appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right, so today we're gonna have another fun episode. If you look at last year last year, <laughs> last week's episode. Uh, we talked about the Motown sound versus the Phillies, Philadelphia sound. And we went back into the archives and, you know, you know, resurrected some old memories and everything. And it was definitely, you know, when I, while I was researching the topic and crafting and shaping and creating and eventually executing the topic, I would tell you it brought back a lot of memories as a child, even memories as an adult, listen to some of those songs. So we're going to continue that, that path here and talk about, uh, one of the most iconic television shows of all time, Sanford and Son, and I titled this as you can see here on the thumbnail. I titled it something simple, Sanford and Son, undisputed classic, because you know I had so many working titles with this particular segment, but I just say, hey, just keep it simple, simplistic, Sanford and Son, undisputed classic, and I don't think there's many people that can that will argue. And if you didn't like Sanford and Son, something was really wrong with you. Sanford and the Son, all-time classic, all-time great sitcom of all time. Loved it. I used to watch Sanford and Son with my father, and he continues to watch it. It's actually my father's favorite television show. It one of my favorite shows of all time, definitely in that top three. Uh, so definitely, definitely, definitely looking forward to this episode. So again, so the title is Sanford and the Son, an undisputed classic, and we'll break it down into categories. Because, you know, I love me some categories. You can, you can blame my S3 operations background writing all those op orders for so many years. So we'll talk about history. I'll present some fun facts. I'll present my five favorite characters. My five favorite episodes. We'll talk about cultural impact. And we'll go ahead and close it out and set the conditions for this weekend. And set the conditions for a subsequent episode next week. All right, so let's go ahead and get started again. The title, Sanford and Son, Undisputed Classic. Let's go ahead and talk about history. Sanford and Son was a sitcom that aired on NBC from 1972 to 1977. The show was based on the British sitcom Steptoe and Son. Red Fox played Fred Sanford and Demond Wilson played Lamont Sanford. The show was based on two junk dealers living in at nine one one four Central Avenue, Watts, California. Everyone know Watts is a section of Los Angeles. So sticking with this particular history bullet point, I will talk about it in fun facts. Nine one one four Central Avenue. I will show a then and a now photo of the actual location of Sanford and the sun. Another history note: French Sanford was taken, was was tasked as. Was touted, I'm sorry, was touted as NBC's answer to CBS's Archie Bunker, which was from the show All in the Family. Now you, now you know, back in the day, they used to pit, you know, main characters against main characters on successful sitcoms. CBS had Archie Bunker, and you know, Archie Bunker was a bigot; he was a racist, but he provided a, a lot of life lessons in that as well. He loved his family, so NBC, let's let's go ahead and challenge CBS. And more importantly, let's have a rival character for Archie Bunker, which was Fred Sanford. So that was NBC's answer to the success of CBS and Archie Bunker all in the family. NBC crafted daggone uh, Sanford's son. And Fred Sanford was a racist. He was a bigot, but he provided life lessons. And just like Archie Bunker, he hated his friends, but he loved his family. You would have known that the way he acted, but he did. He loved his family. All right, let's go ahead and transition into fun facts. Red Fox received an Emmy nomination after just three months on air. Now, remember, this show began, the first air was 1972. 90 days after that, he received the Emmy nomination. Fox missed nine episodes in the contract dispute. Now, this is the reason why Grady Wilson took the lead on many of those episodes. And the way NBC shaped it, they had it touted as, Fred Sanford went back to St. Louis to visit and tend to family uh, care, family issues. On all actuality, Red Fox was in the contract dispute. Red Fox and DeMond Wilson quit the show in 1977. Red Fox returned as Fred Sanford for the sequel Sanford. As you can see here, DeMond Wilson chose to not participate. Now we're talking about the address again, the address of the Sanford and son show. In its current state at 9114 Central Avenue. Now, again, this is how it looks now. This is how it looks back in the day during the airing of the show. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this area has been authenticated. This area has been validated. This is the actual site for the opening scene where Lamont drove down the street, made a left turn to the driveway. Remember, Fred Sanford was sitting outside. Once he saw Lamont, he got up with his new newspaper and followed Lamont into the backyard. That's the actual uh, current location. All right, let's go. And also another fun fact, Damon Wilson was a Vietnam veteran. And a couple other additional fun facts that kind of ties into uh, my favorite characters. LaWanda Page, who played Aunt Esther, Red Fox, who played Fred Sanford, and Don Bexley, who played Bubba Bexley, they all grew up together in St. Louis and were childhood friends. All right, with that being said, let's go ahead and dive into my five favorite characters. Grady Wilson. Grady Wilson was Fred's friend, best friend, and he filled in for Red Fox when, the, when Red Fox had a contract dispute with NBC. Grady was simple-minded, but he was funny. Grady Wilson was played by Whitman Mayo. Rollo Lawson. Rollo was cool, man. He was Lamont's best friend. Shisty, conniving, out for the dollar. However, Rollo was cool as a cucumber. Rollo Lawson was played by Nathaniel Taylor. Officer Smitty Smith was a cop who frequented the Sanford residence on many occasions. He often was the interpreter to his police officer, his police officer uh, partner, police jargon. Remember, whenever the white cop will say something, he will say something by the letter, by the book, using that uh, traditional operational police jargon. Officer Smitty would break, once they looked at him, they would look at each other, and then they would look at Officer Smitty. He would break it down into street terms. Officer Smitty Smith was played by Hal Williams, who, can, can, you know, he also played Lester on 227. Aunt Esther, everyone loved Aunt Esther. She played the church going sister in law to Fred Sanford. She irritated Fred with her devotion to church. And she was quick to unleash a verbal assault whenever Fred said something out of pocket. Aunt Esther was played by Lawanda Page. Again, her and Fred grew up together in St. Louis. And finally, Bubba Bexley. He was another friend of Fred, always in the good mood, yelling out, Hey, Fred. He was played by Don Bexley. Again, Don Bexley, Lawanda Page, and Red Fox, they all grew up together in St. Louis. And another fact, in addition to the previous uh, topic, Red Fox grew up with Malcolm X. They used to hang out together. All right, so let's go ahead and transition into my five favorite episodes. Again, these are not in sequential order. I just numbered them one through five, but they all they all have to share a special moment in my heart, and my mind, and you know, my life. Number one. What I would do before I read this, I would I would provide the title of the episode, the season, the episode and the year it was aired, the year and month it was aired. All right. So number one, again, this is my five favorite episodes. Number one. Hello, Cousin Emma. Goodbye, Cousin Emma. Season three, episode 24, March 29th, 1974. Grady's cousin Emma visited from Chicago. And as soon as she touched down, Lamont had issues with her. She promised Grady and Lamont dinner and breakfast. And it seemed to always come up with an injury or an excuse why she couldn't cook as to why she couldn't cook. A famous line, I'm going to make y'all a nice big, big breakfast. That character was played by Clarice Taylor, who actually, if you remember, she played Cliff Huxtable's mother on The Cosby Show. Number two, Fresh Treasure Garden, season four, episode 11. November 29th, 1974. While growing veggies in the garden, Grady and Lamont noticed wild parsley growing as well. Lamont tells Rollo about it, and Rollo suggests it's marijuana and instantly gets excited. Later, the cops, the cops are invited to dinner, and Grady uses the wild parsley as salad. And I remember a line Grady said, you know, at least the cops are eating up all the evidence. A famous line from that particular episode, Rallo says, instead of burning it in paper, talking about the marijuana, instead of burning it in paper, we can get rid of it in small paper, one by one. (laughs) That was a classic episode. All right, number three, The Blind Mellow Jelly Collection, season three, episode 10, November 16th, 1973. Lamont becomes annoyed that Fred is constantly playing old blues records featuring a band called blind mellow jelly. The records are worth hundreds of dollars and Fred wants to cash in a famous line. I want my daddy's records. As you can see here, that was a classic line from Bubba because Bubba played my blind mellow jelly's son and he wanted to, you know, cash in on that. But if you remember the episode, Bubba was supposed to load the records onto the back of the truck, but he didn't. And then they actually was pulled out the uh, driveway. They end up going back for something, and Lamont ran over the records. <laughs> Number four, Lamont goes karate. That is season three, episode nineteen, February fifteenth, nineteen seventy four. Lamont learns karate to defend himself against a bully named Jojo Jackson. Lamont is going out with Jojo's girlfriend. Famous line: Well, Lamont is confronted by Jojo at the bar. Lamont suggests Jojo don't want to go outside. Yeah, Jojo don't want to go outside and fight. So Jojo replies, I want to go outside. Jojo Jackson, as you can see here, is a big, big bald, black dude, boxer-like. and He wanted to beat Lamont up just for the fact that Lamont was going out with his girlfriend, Candy. The girl was just using Lamont as, as a way to get Jojo jealous. And he ended up learning karate, but... If you see in the the last part of the episode, Lamont Lamont wasn't really doing karate. He was in there just jumping around. Then JoJo had got scared and then Grady had warned JoJo prior to that. Classic episode. Last favorite episode, A Little Extra Security. That's season four, episode 13, December 13th, 1974. Grady receives an extra social security check by the government. And waste no time in cashing it in. Grady gets however, Grady gets nervous when he learns that the the Social Security Office is about to come pay him a visit. A famous line, Lamont asks Grady, You're not planning on keeping this money, are you? Grady replied, No, I plan on spending this money. <laughs> so again, five classic episodes. I definitely enjoyed all of those and enjoy many more of those episodes. So let's talk about Cultural impact. When I look at the cultural impact of Sanford, the son, again, it wasn't the show like good times and some of these other African American, African American shows, minority shows where they always show someone poor and hungry and despair and life just beats them up. Sanford, the son is, you know, they weren't the richest folks, but Fred Sanford owned the junk business. Him and his son owned the junk business. They had a wealth of friends. They had a wealth of family. And to me, that was more important. And I think especially during the early 70s, when they was writing a lot of these scripts, they always wanted to depict a certain race, a certain creed as being poor and downtrodden. And life just, you know, just dropped a a bomb on them. Sanford, the son, again, wasn't like that. These cats weren't rich, but every episode was was a a life defining episode. Every episode was epic. I remember, again, just watching these episodes. Even now, so many life lessons learned in that episode. I talked about this one episode when Grady received the extra money from the Social Security office. That's a life lesson. Lamont told him, hey, you need to inform the government that you're receiving extra money. Grady didn't want to do it. You know what I mean? So that's that's a life lesson in there. Being honesty, being, having honesty, being honest. So it was so many great lessons in that and cultural impact. Again, it's just the way we were portrayed in these shows. So it was a phenomenon. Everyone loved Sanford and Son. And as much as many issues that Sam Fred Sanford, Fred Sanford, as many issues as Red Fox had during the episode, during the shooting of those episodes, When they came to work, they all came together. They all didn't have to get along. They probably just went along to get along. You know what I mean? But the cultural impact, I mean, look at it. The show is still syndicated. People are still watching the show. You don't have to be black to watch it. You don't have to be white to watch it. You don't have to be orange, yellow, pink, whatever. So that's that's more. It's not about race. That's culture. Because everyone can relate to Sanford from the son. Everyone has the grumpy old dad. Everyone has the goofy son. Everyone has the, the, the crazy money-hungry money, money hungry friend. Everyone has the simple-minded uncle. Everyone can relate to Sanford from the son. No matter who you are, no matter where you are. Truly phenomenal. Again, cultural impact is vast. It's a wide net. All right, so let's talk about closing. We're going to close it out here. When I think of this show, this show brings back so many memories. I learned a lot from this show. I love this show. I have a hot like for this show. I can watch this show, binge watch, do whatever. I love old school stuff. All right. So with that being said, that concludes today's episode of the trust and believe nomad cast. Again, we talked about the title was, Sanford and the Sun and Undisputed Classic. We went over the history. We went over fun facts. We went over favorite characters. We went over five episodes. And we talked about the cultural impact. Uh, Again, so thank you guys for tuning in. Appreciate you guys tuning in today on a Friday. Hope you have a great Friday. Hope you have an even better Saturday, even better Sunday. Thank you for tuning in. Appreciate all the support. Have a safe weekend. Be sound. Be safe. Do the right things. Take care of the people you need to take care of, but take care of yourself as well. Say yes to yourself. You owe it to yourself and watch out for people. The weather's starting to get warmer in some states. A lot of people start lurking out. Please watch yourself when you're driving, when you are in and about around your house, around your stores. Just look around and be vigilant. Right. Open your eyes. Open your ears. Be vigilant for anything that's going on. Cause for every five people, that's great. There's six people that want to do wrong. So be positive, right? Do the right thing. Have, have the wherewithal to do the right thing and, and try to be a mentor to people, lead others and be a mentee and be led. Right. Again, thank you guys for tuning in. Appreciate all the support. I probably won't have an episode Monday. I got a couple conflicting, uh, appointments on Monday. So we'll probably just go ahead and, uh, I probably do some shorts and some old videos um, on YouTube shorts, but we'll go back. We'll come back and uh, get everything going for Tuesday. So our next episode will be Tuesday for talking on a Tuesday. Thank you guys for tuning in. Continue to be safe and sound and have a blessed weekend. Let's say it all together. Trust and believe. See you guys Tuesday for talking on a Tuesday. Thanks.